Before the Ranger Creed is recited by a formation of Rangers at a ceremony, you will always hear the narrator say, Will all Rangers, past and present, please join as we recite the Ranger Creed? Every Ranger will stand, and as they say those six stanzas, they are transformed back to a time when they had the pleasure and the burden of this brotherhood. That feeling is hard to describe. However, it's one that never leaves you. It's a connection that spans the globe and can be reignited when you hear the phrase, Hey Ranger, what battalion were you from? Amongst this formation, there are Rangers that stand out. They are legends of this elite organization, and when their names are spoken, people instantly have a story and for a moment, relive it. Legends of the 75th Podcast wants to capture that feeling and those stories. We want to ensure that these legends, triumphs, and sacrifices never fade away. So sit back with your favorite adult beverage and listen to the stories from the Legends of the 75th. All right. Hey, welcome, everybody. Super excited to have uh, everybody back on. I hope the new year is treating everybody well. I will speak for myself. It has been an absolute uh, gut punch <laughs> the last couple of weeks um, where we're just firing on all cylinders. We're getting a lot of things done. Um, but I am very, very excited to have a dear old friend of mine on this podcast. And I will talk about the very first time that we ever met um, somewhere out throughout the episode. He might not remember, but I do. Um, so we'll definitely we'll have that conversation. We'll talk about it. But I have the honor and the privilege of having Sergeant First Class retired Gabriel Huft on Legends of the 75th podcast today. So in case you don't know, he joined the Army in 1995. He served as a sustainment platoon sergeant, obviously, but prior to that time, he was a supply sergeant, you know, for BCO 275, Battalion S4 NCO, Battalion Logistics NCO at RSTB, and uh, went from private to sergeant first class, all of which was in the 75th Ranger Regiment and had a total of 15 deployments many of which were with me on many, many, many objectives, having a hell of a lot of fun in the Baghdad uh, Balad days of the GWAT. So anyway, my friend, Gabe, it's awesome to have you on today, brother. Thank you. Uh, yeah. You, you talk about the the many shared experiences and thinking about all the stuff that was uh, going through my head as I was sitting down thinking about this, I was like, I was like, how many deployments that me and Mike have together uh, a lot yeah I, I, w- I would say I would say it would probably have to be 11 or pretty close to that at least 10 because I had 14 total I left when ROTC you still had deployments while I was gone and then when I came back and I was in Seco I had two deployments with Seco maybe three or no, no, I did have another one with uh, battalion. So, yeah, it was probably ten or eleven that we had together. Yeah, many of them co-located, uh, plundering the world uh, through the logistics <laughs> channels and the G four channels, um, Pelican cases for our Pelican cases, as we used to say back then. <laughs> well, you need a case for your case. Yeah, right. I mean, it only makes sense. When am I going to put this box in? I have to have a box. I have to have a box for my box. So you know. Um, before before we kind of get started, well, no, actually, let's just start at the beginning, and then and then we can kind of talk about you know the first time that you we ever met and how that kind of evolved over time. That relationship evolved over time, so it'll be uh, it'll be pretty entertaining to kind of highlight in this episode. But you know, why did you you know just like we've talked about, you were Oregon, you know, you were born in Oregon, born and raised. Um, uh, 
you know, why did you want to be a ranger? Oddly enough, being a ranger wasn't my first choice. Really? Yeah. Okay. What was your first choice? My first choice was a Marine. What happened with that? Well, I joined in 95. And, yeah. Uh, it was Clinton administration, so downsizing, budget constraints. So the Marines were very selective on who they picked. Okay. I only weighed 117 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> so 117 pounds and uh GED was not going to cut it. Like they, they wanted that six, four, cause they were only taking one GED applicant a year. Uh, okay. So they want that six, four, 200 pound guy for, for their GED recipient. Not, not some 117 pound twerp, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. But, the thing that actually drew me to the regiment was the old um, Vietnam books, the six man hunter killer teams. Um, oh, okay. Read a few of those and just the, the allure of, you know, a tight knit team out in the middle of the jungle, watching each other and just taking care of each other was do, doing ops behind enemy lines was, was kind of the whole thing that drew me there, honestly. Yeah. So what was your intention to try to join as, you know, combat arms and you just found yourself going in logistics channels or what happened with that? So, you know, my, my dad was in the army and he right. was like, he was like, he's like, well, you don't want to join infantry. Well, I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to join infantry. So I was talking to the recruiter and I'm like, okay, well, well what jobs do you have? And He's like, well, well, what do you like to do? I was like, well, I like to, I like guns. I like, I like working with guns. I like playing with guns. He, he's like, but you don't want to be infantry. I'm like, well, I, I kind of do, but I, I don't. So, um, what, what do you got that works with guns? And he like, let me read that one paragraph description of a supply guy where you, <laughs> you work in the arms room detail. <laughs> I'm like, sold. <laughs> Get me in there. Not quite how it worked out. No. But I mean, you, you know, for the most part, especially in Bico, you know, in the old barracks, you were across from the arms room, you know, if yes. that's any consolation. <laughs> I play with the guns. So, okay. So, you know, you're going to, did you have an option 40 con contract to go to Ranger Regiment or how, how did that work? So ironically, when I joined, I did not get to the regiment. I didn't have airborne. I didn't have, so you could choose your job or your location right. when I joined budget constraints and whatnot. So there was, so I chose the job, not location. So I was a supply guy. And then I talked to my, my recruiter and I'm like, I'm like, Hey man, so what can I do? And he's like, he's like, Oh, it's really easy. He's like, and he was an infantry guy. He's like, all you do is cause I'm telling him I wanted to be a ranger at that point in time. He's like, well, you just, you know, raise your hand when they say he wants to go to airborne school. And if you can run and you can do pushups, he's like, you'll make it to airborne school. And then when you get to airborne school, he's like, they'll ask who wants to be a ranger. And then you just go to the ranger barracks and you, you pass the training and then you're there. Well, I went in with none of it. I get the graduating week of basic training. Drill sergeants are like sitting down. Uh, he's like getting ready to go to our you know, for unlike you infantry guys, we have like two separate courses. We have basic training and AIT. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> we're sitting there and he's like, he's like, Hey, anybody got any questions? I'm like, yeah, when, when's the airborne guy going to come by? And he just dropped his head. He's like, you got lied to. <laughs> I was like, my heart's sick. I'm like, Oh, 
long story short, uh, airborne recruiter showed up in AIT. I didn't even want to hear what his spiel was. He had jump boots and I'm just like, okay, where do I sign? Yeah. Well, I signed the contract, but little did I know that I was signing to go to the 82nd airborne division. Of course you were. Yep. Yeah. So then when I get to airborne school, um, try to go to, you know, the, the Ranger liaison and sign up there. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I really want to be a Ranger. And the guy's like, all right, you're a supply guy. Great. We need you. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, sweet. This is awesome. And then he's like, he's like, he's like, come back and give me, give me your social. I'll check some stuff out and come back and see me in a couple of days. Right. He calls HRC. Well, he finds out that, well, the 82nd paid for my airborne school oh, and I shit. signed a contract and I go back to talk to him and he's like, he's like, Hey, I'm sorry, man. There's, there's nothing you can do. Shit. So I even went out to formation and they kicked me out. Formation. I showed up to formation and everything. And I'm just like, you know, my heart sank. So graduating in airborne school, I, I ride a bus up to Fort Bragg and I'm there. And, uh, Lo and behold, uh, I'm getting ready to get out. I keep on talking. As soon as my reenlistment window opens, I go talk to the uh, retention NCO. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to go be a ranger. And he's like, yeah, we'll send you down to the 04. And, you know, I can't guarantee you ranger school, but I'll, I'll get you pre-ranger. I was like, no, that's not what I want. I want to go to the ranger battalion. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, he's like, he's like, well, why would you want to do that? I'm like, that's where I want to go. He's like, well, I can't do nothing for you. So I'm like all right, man, I'm, I'm out, you know, I'm going to get out of the army. So, uh, lo and behold, I start out processing and part of your out processing checklist is you got to go talk to the retention NCO. <laughs> right. So I go talk to the retention NCO. So you did almost what, three years in the 82nd. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't realize I knew you'd served in the 82nd. I guess I didn't realize it was that long. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sitting there and, and, the, and I hand him my, my paper, my packet. I'm like, just sign it. He's like, he's like, no, no, no. He sets it down. He's like, what can I do to get you to stay in? And I'm just fuming at this point in time, you know, I'm no, thinking, no, you, yeah. you fuming No, Yeah. Absolutely right? not. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I just get really upset. I start yelling at this E7 as, <laughs> as a PFC. I'm like, screw you. You know, I told you what I want. Just sign my paperwork. He's like, you can't talk to me this way. And I was like, I'm getting out of the army. What are you going to do, man? Yeah. And he's like, he calls my first sergeant. He's like, Hey, you need to go talk to your first sergeant right now. I go over there. He's like, it's like, Huff, get in here. I'm like, Oh gosh, here I go. I'm like, I'm going to get my butt sheet. I'm going to get smoked. I'm like, okay, whatever. He's like, why are you, why are you cursing out the, the retention NCO? I was like, well, for certain. I was like, I, I told him what I want. He told me he couldn't do it. I'm getting out of the army because he won't give me what I want. And um, when I told when when he wouldn't sign my paperwork, I just got really mad at him. He's like, so what do you want to do? And I was like, I want to go to Ranger Battalion. And little did I know that my first sergeant was a medical RFM guy from Thurman oh, back in the day. Oh, okay. And I never knew that. He yeah, didn't that's have to funny. Have yeah. Didn't have a tab, didn't have a combat scroll. So I'm just like, he's like, really? I'm like, yeah. It's like, step out of my office. He picks up the phone. He starts chewing out. The, I, I hear him on the telephone, chewing out the, uh, the, the career counselor. Right. I'm like, okay. 
He's like, Hop, come in here. He's like, he's like, here, call this number. So I called Ranger Branch. Doug Pallister was working there at the time. Oh man. Yeah. His episode hey, released today, actually. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's like, hey, Ranger. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, Sergeant. And uh he's like, so what where do you want to go if if you go? And I'm like, no, I want to go to second battalion. He's like, okay, I'm gonna lock you in. Give me your social, give him my social and everything. And um he's like, he's like, okay, paperwork should be ready. Just just uh, go over there. I go over there, the retention NCO is just fuming. He just sign here, sign here, sign here, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, started doing PT with the first sergeant, get ready for rip and went to rip seven, eight months later. This was an excerpt of the Legends of the 75th podcast. If you want to listen to the entire episode, go to the show notes and sign up for exclusive membership. Why are we charging? Some of the guests want to know that their stories have a level of protection and can share freely without it being available to the general public. To produce a professional product, it costs money. Your subscription helps us ensure we keep it to the level of what's expected from this elite organization. The podcast is the first phase. We plan to add videos, apparel, Ranger history blog, and more episodes each month. So as Legends grows, you will get more bang for your buck. We don't want to interrupt or muddle episodes with sponsorship clips or ads. Your support is much appreciated. We look forward to building this exclusive group with your support. Rangers lead the way.